Welcome to the podcast where we talk about all the things that are hidden in the shadows. This is Isaac. And this is Megan. This is also the podcast where we occasionally catch EVPs. Oh my gosh. I'm talking about occasionally. <laughs> um, most of the time. Yeah. Yeah, no, we've caught a couple EVPs. Like, last episode, that was really crazy to, like, uh, edit because there was, like, breathing in there that was not ours. And it was a little creepy. So, interesting. Well, I don't know right. if we're going to get EVPs, but then again, we caught a lot on when we talked about the Denver airport conspiracy, and it had nothing to do with ghosts. Yeah. Anyway, today's podcast uh, episode is all about things aliens. Extraterrestrials. Now, what's funny about this is that I, and also Megan, <laughs> have no experience with aliens. No, I have. I have never... Had like weird lights or anything like that in the sky. I've never even uh, seen anything like that. So I don't know. I do believe in them though. Yeah. I actually, yes, wholeheartedly believe in aliens. It's a firm yes from this side of the table. All right. Okay, sorry. <laughs> it's late. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I would say this is the only other subject that I am very proficient on. Besides the paranormal, which not having any experience with, you know, is, is strange. But I've always been fascinated with aliens. Always been wanting to know. And what is the troublesome with it is that there's so much information mm-hmm. that a lot of it's, let's say this, for every amount of actual facts out there, there's either 10 more lies. Yeah. So it's really hard to shift, uh, shift through the shit, essentially. <laughs> shift through the shit and find actual truth. Say that ten times fast. Shift dude the shit. Shift dude the shit. I'm not gonna do it. Um, Sounds like a really like heavy ass band name. Shift to the shit. Yeah, we're out here and we are shift to the shit. Sounds like that'd be like a new metal band. They're trying to be edgy, but it's not. Anyway, um, yeah, aliens. Yeah. Yes. Uh what I want to start with um, is the fact that we know now for sure. They're real. Yeah. Uh, at least the spacecrafts, anyway, are, are real. Um, recently, as of this year, right? Now, it was kind of released last year, but they basically confirmed this year, saying, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. Uh, our, was it, Department of Defense uh, had footage from actual Air Force pilots of, I think it's a Tic Tac, and another spacecraft. They both moved in ways no craft an entire planet can even do. Yeah. Maneuvers and stuff like that. Well, can did even... you know that they even, like, they have a special force now that specifically, I think it's, I want to say, I think it's with NASA and not with, like, the actual, like, government. They've always had. Oh, well, yeah, but, <laughs> like, it's known now. Let me see, I think it was NASA. I wrote it down on my piece of paper. Megan, and during after Roswell, they had a blue book project by the CIA. Hmm. Right? Yes. But I think... Mm, yes. Yes. They have... The Pentagon launches task force to investigate unidentified aerial phenomenon. So they're in charge of it now. Yes. Like the government is... Those like, departments that are supposed to investigate have always been around. It doesn't matter who's in charge of it at the time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Department of Defense basically said, we have the crafts. We have the crafts, mind you. They say we have them, right? Out of this world vehicles is what they basically said, right? Not of this earth vehicles that they have. 
in their possession that they have no idea to do with, right? Yeah. Which is old news if you've been paying attention, right? Yeah. Um, what were my favorite things, or my favorite things, one of the most interesting things that I discovered as of the last two years ago or something mm-hmm. like that was uh, from Bob Lazar. Mm-hmm. And if any alien enthusiast knows who Bob Lazar's name is. If there's anybody out there who work with alien spacecraft and knows in telling the truth, it's him. Yeah. Um, George Knapp, uh, who's like the foremost, I guess, investigator mm-hmm. of political stuff, right? He's a news reporter and stuff like that, but political, uh, like political stuff, sorry, alien stuff, foremost, uh, on alien stuff. Um, he was like the guy when it comes to alien investigations and stuff like that, or the ones like to find out if someone's lying or not. Mm. When he did his stuff on Bob Lazar back in the, I want to say seventies or eighties, late eighties, early eighties, late seventies, I think, for mm-hmm. the exact year, um, Bob Lazar came, came to him and basically blew the whistle on not area 51, but site, uh, four that was near area 51, basically in the same con- same area, just yeah. Site 4 is over here, Area 51 is over here. Where on Site 4 that he worked on alien ships. And their whole reason that he got even offered the job is mm-hmm. because he, at a young age, was able to retrofit and create rocket engines. Mm-hmm. He put one on his car. Put a rocket engine on Honda Civic. And mm-hmm. on a bike. And as a, he was like, that's smart, right? Mm-hmm. He went to high-level colleges, went to uh, St. Alamos, which is a or a high-level college in Arizona or somewhere like that, um, and basically got the job working for the government and then working on Site 4. His job was to re-engineer the spaceships to figure out how they work, how they fly, what powers them. But they found out there's an element uh, that they found. I forgot the name of the element. It's like element number something, like something, something numbers, right? Mm-hmm. That is the main source of it. That element now is on our periodic table, right? Mm-hmm. Uh Recently. Yeah. But um, people try to debunk him and can't, right? Yeah. Places said he's ever worked, say he's ever been here, but have have uh, newspapers with his name on it. People he's worked with said, yeah, he's worked here. But the colleges say he never did. Mm. Right? This guy has been raided by the FBI consistently. Dang. Bob Lazar. All, you know what he does now? He's, mm. He works in his own little shop uh, somewhere in Arizona, I think. No, somewhere else. I can't remember where he exactly is now. I watched the documentary once. I haven't seen it for a long time. Um, he, he basically just builds, he's an engineer essentially for like electronic devices and electronic repair. Mm-hmm. It might create like weird quirky things for people to buy like souvenir stuff. Yeah. Right. He's not happy. I mean, he's, I say he's, he's happy with what he has. He hasn't wrote a book on this. I think he has. Bob is starting flying things. I don't know. No, he hasn't made any money on this. Let's say mm-hmm. that. Right. He's yeah. not looking to get rich. Or he exploded. He just basically telling the truth. Right? He's extremely intelligent. Not crazy in the least bit. Right? But he's the guy who basically said, yeah, I worked on Site 4. This is what we did. Right? Mm-hmm. And how he described how the machines, how the, uh, the, the alien crafts work is basically they push gravity out of the way in order to move. Basically, what he described it is like you have a memory foam mattress and you put a bowling ball in the center of it. Right? The bowling ball is going to stay there. But if you put your fist down in a certain spot of the bed, the bowling ball is going to roll in that direction. Yeah. That's how the, how the, uh, the spaceships work. Somehow they are to manipulate gravity, right? Gravity 
and move the object through it. There's a reason why they can go right, left, back, forth, up and down in any direction at stop, you know, at extremely fast speeds. Yeah. Faster. We deal with our everything. Flying cars, all that. It's combustion engine. It takes an explosion to push us forward. Right? Mm-hmm. Not this shit. Mm. Right? And that's what he released. So back then, right, we knew aliens existed and stuff like that. Back then, he said that stuff was out there. Well, but of course, it was swept underneath the rug and he was, he was considered uncredible and he had the FBI raid his family, a bunch of lawsuits and shit like that. The dude had his life almost tear apart for just telling the truth. Yeah. Which I recommend that documentary to anybody. Uh, I think it's on Netflix. And the other guy, Jamie Bell, who's the director writer of that documentary, is now George Knapp's like apprentice, right? Mm-hmm. When it comes to alien stuff and telling the truth, those two are on the forefront. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Well, did you know that like just over the last two years? No, actually, sorry, I forgot what year it was. <laughs> last four years. Mm-hmm. Uh. Belief in aliens existing has gone up like 20%. I mean, after we had the Pentagon or the Department of Defense say, oh, yeah, we got them. Yeah. And then me, it was like, I think I made a joke about it. It was like, I always kind of knew, but thanks for confirming, right? Yeah. Um. But what what really gets weird mm-hmm. Um. Is the stuff of the reason why, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, why are they coming to us, right? Mm-hmm. Um, are we specifically important for some reason? Why haven't they revealed themselves in a level of like, I don't know, like 40, 50 ships pulling up, few alien races coming out, say, right. hey, we're here, right? You know, yeah. like that, you know, what's, and it goes with, what's his name? Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson said, mm-hmm. um, that either it's like a, there's a few options mm-hmm. of reason why. One, they see us as too dangerous. Yeah. Right. First actions is violence. Right. Two, they came looking for intelligent life and passed by. Oh my God. Yeah. Right. Nah, these, these, uh, apes aren't well enough to fit yet. Let's move on. Right. Yeah. And, or we are, what is it you said? Underneath a, uh, there's there's something that I um it was called it's called the great filter yeah and it's basically a theory that like there's like a veil or something that's like preventing people uh, like aliens to come to us like from different galaxies or not galaxies but different you know where they come which that got me thinking like what if there's like an alien council uh have you ever played Mass Effect anybody knows that the, uh, there was a alliance among the three top, well, all alien races of the galaxy, but the three most high-ranking alien races were on the, like a council. Mm-hmm. And they decreed what alien races to bring into the fold, which were not, right? Yeah. What if there's a council like that amongst all most aliens in the entire galaxy, and they see humans as, well, eh, let's leave them off right now. Give them yeah. another thousand or so years to evolve. Yeah. Right? <laughs> which is like crazy to think about like, and there's some like rogue alien races right they're like i don't give a shit i'm gonna see what's going on over here yeah hence why we get alien ship sightings why we find crafts here right why we have alien encounters why some alien races out there kidnap us probe us to see what's going on why are these humans so on the uh the restricted list 
And they throw yeah. us back after, like, there's nothing with these things. They throw us back. Which is super scary. Like, I think... I always talk about, like, little things that, like, freak me out or creep me out. And I think that has got to be, like, being abducted, like, by an alien. Like, an alien abduction. Because, like, people that, like, talk about being abducted by aliens, like, they wholeheartedly believe that's what happened. Just scary as crap. I hardly remember the documentary that I watched. Um, It had to do with a guy who said he had abducted by aliens, right? That the whole purpose of was for having him to um, uh, uh, mate with another woman, another woman, right? Um, and they were going to take their DNA and high classify it, I guess, right? Maybe make a special race. Um, he said he described the aliens as greys, right? Which I'll get into different races that are supposedly exist. But one of the ones that kidnapped him or were the greys. The greys are your typical aliens you've ever seen. Big round head, right? Big and eyes. I wonder why we look one way and they look another. Like, they almost look like, like aliens. Like, you know, like, but we look so different. Yeah, I guess to them, they look I, like I have, have theories on that, but right now I'm talking about this. Okay. <laughs> they kidnapped him and he said the aliens that kidnapped him were like that and they kind of didn't like forcefully push him into a room. They kind of like, Hey, go in here. Right. They kind of assisted him in there. And he's like, what's going on? And said the alien that greeted him looked like him was a human stood up, you know, same right. Blonde hair. Right. The eye color was like greenish blonde, blue, but he described it. Right. Um, their eyes were a little bit bigger though. It wasn't like his normal size. It's almost like he said, if you magnify our eyes by just like a small percent that it looks wrong to you, but not so much that he doesn't look human. Yeah. Right. And he was the one that told him to lay down, right? Stuff like that. And they did a little test on him. And then they put him in a room with another woman who didn't know what was going on also, right? And somehow their DNA got tangled or whatever. Took took him like that. And they let him go. Then they captured him again. Oh, my God. Brought him back with that same woman, right? And and told, told him and the woman, you have children that we created from your DNA. And they brought the children in, right? Uh-huh. We're like little kids and stuff like that. Who didn't look human, right? Their eyes were very big for uh, a human, right? And then spent some time with them and stuff like that and tell them, all right, fuck off. Send them back to Earth, right? Never saw them again. Wow. But according, apparently, mm-hmm. during this documentary thing they were doing, right? Uh, a girl, I guess one of his daughters, whatever like that, that was an alien thing, showed up. Oh and someone took a picture during this little documentary thing they were doing, the cameraman, all the group of people in there. One of them took a picture, but the picture deleted itself. Now, that's convenience sake, right? Man, what is he telling the truth or not? We don't know, you know. But apparently that's who they saw, like, hiding outside the house. Oh, my God. Now, I don't remember the name of the documentary. I, I, Was it that? It wasn't by Jamie Bell, because most of his stuff that I follow is stuff like that that's... He just tries it to his best to make it 100% true and finds the most facts possible. Yeah. This was by another person, but another one of those alien documentaries that you probably find on Netflix. Yeah. But when I was talking about alien races, um, the the four that we know of, the four most common, mm-hmm. the greys, right? The ones that look like us, essentially, but if we were like big round head, little mouth, big eyes, little nose, nostrils, Do limbs. Do they have hair? No. They're, they're hairless. I guess they don't have you, genitals either. They don't have genitals. Nope. So they don't pee or poop. They find another way. Weird. 
right? Sorry, that was like, I'm not, I'm not that was the first thing that popped in my head. Sorry. Those um, are the ones the most common most people see. Now, the theory behind the grays is that it's us in the future. Hmm. We have big heads. We don't speak, right? Because <laughs> our brains yeah. magnify to a point where we can talk telepathically. Well, no, because depending on where they live, I guess their their bodies or and stuff have to adapt to what their environment is. If we evolve from apes, right, mm-hmm. or even Homo sapiens and stuff like that, we had shit ton of hair on their bodies, mm-hmm. and over time, say thousands and millions of years, we lost that hair, right? There's less less hairy humans than there are hairy humans, right? Imagine farther in the future. We don't really need a purpose for it, right? I mean, the eyebrows and eyelashes supposedly keep dust out of our eyes, right? Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Well, if there was more dust, right? A head in our hair is supposed to keep our head warm. What if we don't need that, right? So the the idea is that the aliens, the greys, are us in the future to a point where the sun has somehow dimmed. To a point where there's darkness, hence why our eyes had to expand to absorb more light. We lost pigmentation, we turned gray, because there's no sun anymore, right? Um, or so we have lost hair, because there's no purpose for them. We don't eat uh, heavy meals. Somehow we learn to uh, consume an entire meal the size of a pill, hence why the mouths are so small. Nor do we speak anymore, hence why we use telepathically our, our minds. Their arms aren't big and Wait, muscular. so how... So was... The guy able to talk to the aliens? No, not, not until they talked to the human version. Oh. Which they probably took someone else's DNA and created something that could talk to the humans they abduct, <clears throat> is my conclusion of it. Anyway. Oh, geez. But, um, yeah, so those are the grays. <clears throat> the other one, the reptilians, shapeshifters, right? Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I don't know, I got burgers in my throat. No, don't say that. That, sound, <laughs> that is the weirdest terminology. Um, the reptilians, the shapeshifters that are trying to, you know, infiltrate our government and, and society and take over and stuff like that, right? Yeah. They're seen as the enemy. Um, there was another one that I for- totally forgot about. One of the top four ones. I have no idea. I totally forgot. But the other one, that's the main one, is the Anunnaki. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, supposedly, is the alien race that created us. Mm-hmm. The Anunnaki are recorded by the ancient Sumerians. And the ancient Sumerians, I want to say the oldest alien civilization ever, alien civilization, a, uh, uh, oldest civilization to ever exist. Mm-hmm. But they're the oldest human civilization to ever exist that's recorded anything. Yeah. As far back as our history goes, stops at ancient Sumerians. That's as far as it goes. They're older than the Egyptians. They go far back than anybody, right? They have stone tablets talking about the Anunnaki. That's how this, I guess it's pronounced in ancient Sumerian. Mm-hmm. Um, pictures, holographics of uh, of alien, uh, sorry, of men wearing space helmets, right? People wearing spacesuits and stuff and rocket ships. Mm-hmm. This is well over 5,000 years ago. Yeah. You know, the combustion engine wasn't even thought of. Yeah. <laughs> so, what is supposed the story is, right, from whoever tried to decipher the ancient Sumerian texts and stuff like that, their best conclusion is that the Anunnaki created humans as a slave race to mine for gold. 
Mm. Right? And that kind of comes with a conclusion that gold is a hot commodity amongst humans. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? Like, uh, ancient, um, even my people, the Aztecs and Mayans and stuff like that, they had gold as, like, a sign of power. Africans did it, too. Everyone did it, right? When it came to gold, that was, like, the, that, that may showed you had power. The Anunnaki probably instilled that amongst them, yeah. right? So there's some my little minor facts. If you look down the history chain, that start making more sense, right? They created us to uh, procreate, to make more, right? In a very simplistic way, right? Procreate like animals on that planet did the same way. Probably got the idea for, right? Mm-hmm. They probably took uh, the Homo sapiens, right? This is all right, but I need something more. Smarter, something they can take commands quicker, learn faster, right, and have different skills where I need them, and also be, you know, gain muscle mass, get stronger, stuff like that. I need something better. So they took that, made humans, hmm. right? That's why we kind of almost looked at them in a sense. Um, and I think they had trial and errors, right? The Anaki when they're creating us might have created Bigfoot by accident, yeah, <laughs> and, and go, ah, it's too big and too dumb. I throw it out, right? Oh my God, yeah, and. Now we got them roaming around the whole northern part of the United States. <laughs> well, they, when it comes to aliens, like spottings and sightings and stuff like that, up north is where um, a lot of it, like Washington State, yeah. uh, Idaho, that area, which is interesting. Canada's but, got it. Even Alaska, I think. Yeah. But I was saying, uh, finishing what I was saying about Anaki. Um, they designed us to create us to do that specifically, right? To work for them, to do everything, essentially a slave race in a sense. Then they leave and leave us behind. Have our house, have any of us were there in the beginning, right? We don't know the actual story of why they left, if they left by choice, if we revolted against them and made them leave, you know? That goes with the idea of AI technology, something like we might create, revolting against us, mm. asking for their freedom. History might repeat itself. There's a lot of questions, right? Yeah. And no answers. But we have our best guesses. And the top two best guesses are we revolted against them, or simply they got what they needed and just left. Mm-hmm. Which makes the Anaki assholes <laughs> that think that whatever they can create, they just leave behind. Yeah. Right? And it shows what level of mindset that they're at. Yeah. Um, and it left us behind to buy our own devices. Yeah. Of course, centuries go by and we are where we are now. Yeah. Talking into microphones and discussing stuff of history we have no idea about. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Which blows people's minds when they even comprehend that, that thought process, right? Yeah. Um, no, no, I was created by God and stuff like that. Yeah, you're created by something you thought was a God. Yeah. Right? And that, that's a concept amongst religious people too. Like, what if God is an alien? Would that change how you feel about him? Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, it's a, it's a idea I played around with before. But, when it comes to alien sightings, mm-hmm. yeah, they're mostly the North, uh, and I think a lot of that has to Northern. do because there's a lot of like rural. I have a hard time saying that word. Excuse me. <laughs> rural. Rural areas. I had when I was a kid, I had an R impediment. Sometimes my words are weird. Anyways, rural, rural, rural. Sorry, 
you keep thinking about saying it wrong, you will. One, two, three, rural. There you go. So, um, yeah. So that's what I'm thinking. Like, well, they like they're spot in Arizona, in Nevada, yeah, and stuff like, like desert like areas. Desert. Yeah. So I could see why that, and even parts of Texas is kind of rural. And then apparently in North Carolina, there's something called, well, they classify them as like ghost lights, but a lot of people have put their, you know, theories and like UFOs and stuff like that. It's called the Brown Mountain Lights. And you watch that crazy like alien movie about the Brown First person shot movie, uh, probably made in like 2016 or something. About it. Yeah, the Brown Mountain Lights. Basically, a family goes on vacation in the area of that. Mm-hmm. And a dad is talking about it. And the son, uh, who has autism of mm-hmm. some kind, uh, his way he copes with everything is he records everything through a camera. Mm-hmm. Conveniently enough for the story. Um, so he has a camera with him the entire time, records all the footage. You see it happen from beginning to end. What happens is that aliens land. They're violent. They attack. They kill. Right? Um, the family runs off in the woods. They meet this redneck guy who, <laughs> the typical, leave me alone. I'm in the woods kind of, kind of redneck guy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, who has a gun and who ends up fighting the aliens by shooting them and stuff like that. But in turn, he gets killed. Mm-hmm. Uh, his whole family dies. I'm giving away the movie, guys. So if you care to watch Spoiler. it, spoilers. Uh, gets abducted oh, to this ship. Mind, he still has a camera in hand, right? And then ends up dropping the camera. Well, the camera leaves his hands. Right? He's still in the ship. The camera drops. And you see it fall all the way down to Earth. And, and the lens is cracked and broken. And you see someone pick it up. Yeah. That's the end of the movie. So what happens to the kid? Who the fuck knows? Oh, my God. But that's the reason why I ain't going to go camping. Oh, because... In Asheville. Okay, well, here's the thing is... Because it's by Asheville. Yeah. Um, and... I don't know why I've always wanted to go there because it's like the mountains and there's like cool things to do and very outdoorsy and, you know, like I'm a huge lover of fall and they have a lot of, like the foliage in the fall is beautiful and there's a bunch of like cool little like hippie spots to like eat, like foodie spots and I've always wanted to go there. But after Isaac saw that movie, he was like, there's no, No. there's no freaking way. There is no friggin' way. That was one of the reasons, uh, yeah. amongst all the horror stories I've ever heard about camping in the woods. Well, no. I don't know if I camp in the woods, because I've said it, I think, before on the Instagram that woods creep me out. Especially woods that, like, like you're driving on a highway and there's nothing but woods. Mm. You know, that freaks me out. Like, what if you're... Oh, my God. Like, weird stuff. No, I've seen too many, like, weird camping movies where it's like... And, like, the cabins there, I think there's, like, a couple where, like, the cabins are all around each other, you know? But then there's, like, ones where you're just, like, in the woods. Yeah, I ain't ain't doing that. I've heard of those stories, whether they're real or not. It just, from creatures to Bigfoots to aliens to... Well, even bears and stuff like that. To people, to, you know, there's some psycho crazy cult hanging out in the fucking woods in the area you're camping and they decide to I'm gonna sacrifice this person tonight you know mm-hmm. which that's a <laughs> story your dad told one time oh my gosh yeah. which we'll save that which, episode for another day which real quick before we actually like keep going on with the aliens we were talking about maybe 
Um, or I was pretty much talking about, I don't know if you're on board with this. We were talking about maybe for the month of October because we want to play up October a lot because Halloween is our favorite. Yeah. And, you know, paranormal, spooky, that kind of thing. Um, we were talking about maybe doing some bonus episodes where we talk, like, they're going to be shorter than our regular episodes, but we talk to people, um, they can be other podcasters, paranormal investigators, whatever, and like basically special guest. And I think, uh, maybe Isaac will have my dad on to tell you his like terrifying story. Yeah. It happened to him one evening back when he was like 16, 17. No, he was just getting ready to graduate. So he had maybe to be 18. like 18. Like he yeah. already enlisted in the, the military. Yeah, that's right. Because it started because the, one guy. This is the summer after he graduated. That's right. No, he was still no, in school. He was still in school. Yeah. It was like probably like May, maybe like, you know, because they had. He was going to be said, a senior. Yeah. Yeah. Like he was already a senior. Like they were getting ready to graduate like yeah. maybe a month or two before school. And he ended. was going into the Marines. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And the other two guys that were there. His friends. Yeah. His, not his friends. They were like just kids he knew at school were going into the army and they were arguing which branch was That's better. That's the part of the story. I'm talking about the best friends he hanged out with. The that, best friends he hung out with. That were with him later that night. Regardless of the point. Yeah. <laughs> we're going <laughs> to let him tell it. It's an intense story. It involves devil worshippers, a bear, and probably a drug uh, deal that went down at the same time. two kids that got murdered. Yeah. All that in one night. So, yeah, we'll let him tell that tale because yeah. it's very long. It'd probably be a whole hour episode. And that alone makes me not want to kind of venture into the woods. That story alone because he was at Basa. It's the best. He was at the wrong place at the wrong time. For two things. Yeah. For Three things. Sorry. Th- yeah, a couple things. <laughs> yeah, he just had ugh, bad luck that day. Thankfully, nothing like happened to them or the friends, but like... Definitely something to scar you. Now back to aliens. <clears throat> I just remember something. Yes. Um, one of the most hot spots for alien stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot where it is. I forgot where it is. Northern area, United States. Washington? No. Do northern. Oregon. Uh, getting warmer, Nevada? I think. I don't remember. It's basically where Skinwalker Ranch is. Oh, I heard about that. I yeah. started, did some research on that. Uh, and and there's a... Oh, I forgot the name of the podcast, but I'll shout them out in um, our Instagram stories. But there is a podcast that had a really good episode on Skinwalker Ranch. Now, there are two different Skinwalker Ranches. Uh-huh. There's one in Arizona uh-huh. that supposedly a guy... Wanted to sell because he consistently deals with ghosts and skinwalkers and alien shit consistently coming to his land. And he actually apparently killed one with a, uh, a samurai sword and it dissolved and disintegrated. So eh, he's partly crazy, right? Uh-huh. Um, there's that one, but there's the other one uh-huh. that um, is real in all its sense. I mean by real because the most evidence, not sorry, there actually is barely any evidence, but the most Government involvement to this uh-huh. place uh, is the highest. And it's, it was owned by a guy named Bigelow, right? Uh, billionaire, or millionaire, sorry, who bought the land property because he was invested. He was... Bigelow? Yeah, I don't know. Like uh, that was, Gigolo? Like Bruce Bigelow, the movie which uh-uh. he was around before the movie and created. But uh-huh. yeah, it's funny how... I First thing I remembered was that too. <laughs> anyway, he bought this 
property of land from uh, a couple who they they're still allowed to live there, but he just bought it for hey, you guys still live here. I need I want to do some investigating too. All right, all right. Mm-hmm. But their whole thing was that they owned cattle, right? Mm-hmm. And their their main thing was cattle. They had uh, bulls that were probably worth fifty thousand dollars, if not more. Wow. Right, they were their main ones they used to breed the cattle to make more cattle stuff like that. So that's the whole business. They had to deal with cattle mutilations consistently, right? Wow. Uh, uh, one story with a, the farmer, he was uh, tagging all these calves, newborn calves' ears, and he tagged one, and he realized he ran out of, I guess, ammo for the gun. Walked five feet to grab it, turned back to the same calf that he was about to. It was gone. Gone. Wow. And reappeared no more than two hours later. Uh, all organs gone, eyeballs gone, no blood, mind you, and skin open, done done with surgical precision, and oh laid in a God. spot with no blood. Right? Yeah. So yeah, what the fuck? Um, amongst that, his bull. One the one time they left to go do some errands in town, and they talked about how if anything happened to their bulls. They'd be, they'd be bankrupt. They lose all their money, right? They come back. The bulls are nowhere to be found. Oh my God. Right? Mm-hmm. And they end up finding them later in a, in a, uh, like a, uh, barn thing that is extremely too small for these things to even fit in, right? And they're all even, three of them, mind you, but, you know, face that, like side to side next to each other. And, and, and it's like someone had to leave, pick these things up and put them in there perfectly in order to fit. Like these guys didn't walk in there like that. And one thing, how did they even get in there? And it was locked too. And one thing they, uh, I forgot the name of the, the team that was there. Um, like some acronym name. There was a scientific team that was there to document everything. They were called in and they found out that all the, the, the metal grating around the fence was magnetized. Right. So whatever had to move them left a magnetic trace behind. Weird. That's not the weirdest thing. Oh my god. Weirdest thing is that two scientists apparently one night were out in the field watching with binoculars, night vision binoculars, um, see if any caught anything, and apparently they saw a portal open up. What? And it, they said they had to describe the other side looked like our world, but the sky was red. Ew. And what crawled out of this portal was a black, inky creature with claws and sharp teeth, something out of a nightmare that just kind of fell out of this portal and then scurried off into the woods. And then the portal closed behind it. What? So that thing's out there in the world. What? <laughs> See, aliens kind of like, they like, terrify me a little bit. Like... And then they had know. cameras. They put cameras all on, on telephone poles and different angles to catch something. And one of the telephone poles got mangled and destroyed oh by something God. invisible. Weird. Oh yeah. my gosh. And this all happened on this ranch. And, uh, that's the, like some of the minor stories that were ever told about it. But, um, it's almost like they had poltergeist activity happen at the same time. The family said they had like things levitate in their house and thrown across, like they had to deal with ghosts too, right? Mm-hmm. Which kind of be kind of might have been done by the aliens, but who knows? Why them? Why was it tormenting? No one knows, right? Which leads me as a tangent to uh, 
something I, I discussed with somebody else about the idea of aliens and ghosts and how they could be connected. And a theory that I threw out to him, right, was if aliens exist on another dimension, right? Say like a portal opened up and it would look like our world, but the sky was red, right? Another plane, another dimension, right? Um, scientists so forth have said that we, there's five dimensions of existence and we live on the third, right? The fourth dimension essentially is time, right? The fifth dimension is time and space where each one can be manipulated or either doesn't exist to the beings that are on those dimensions. So my theory a long time ago was that ghost spirits and all that demons and all that are on the fourth dimension, right? Why time doesn't exist to them and why they can come and go at different places of time it's like it never exists it, time doesn't exist in them. Mm-hmm. fifth dimension is where God's on right mm-hmm. time and space doesn't exist why he can be everywhere and anywhere all time for ever existence which makes sense when you think mm-hmm. about it so what if aliens were beings or creatures that could travel dimensions easily right come to ours go leave again and I had to go with the idea of the Anunnaki creating us. So what if they create us with like a uh, a backup? Say if we died. Mm-hmm. They left us with a uh, a soul, essentially, um, that could, when died, a body, when died, can transfer to that plane. Right? Mm-hmm. To, that, that, to their dimension. But then it goes with a question, what are demons then? Are they an alien race out there that are strictly out there to cause torment to people like mm. their whole existence is to cause torment to humans Dang. right yeah and christ essentially was another alien on the opposite side of the spectrum that wanted to protect us yeah. and he has all the tools in the trade to repel the demons right yeah so My mind's a little blown right now. When so. you think, when you add those things in together, it does, like, you're like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, it's like so much, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, man. Yeah, it, it starts making you think about everything, right? So, aliens and ghosts are not entirely inclusive or exclusive to each other. They can both exist, or can both believe into each other, essentially. Uh, I keep saying essentially too much. Uh <laughs> They both can can exist with it themselves. Yeah. Um, because if aliens can exist in that a thought process, yeah, okay, they exist. But what happens when they die? Do they go somewhere? Do they have a soul? Right? We know we do. We know we go somewhere when we die. Because how well, we know, me and you. Because we've dealt with ghosts, we dealt with spirits and stuff like that. And what if when Anaki created us, they made a, did a mess up, right? Mm-hmm. Gave us, some of us, the ability to talk to the other side, that other dimension. Yeah. What if that was a, uh, a glitch in our, in our, uh, in our manufacturing mm-hmm. that allowed us to communicate with that side when we're not supposed to? Maybe that was something left over from their DNA when they created us. Yeah. Maybe they have that ability to, like, sensitives and psychics and mediums, whatever. It's like, it's like a second nature. It's like us smelling something, mm-hmm. right? For them, anyway. You it's know like what that would be a crazy, like, thing to concept. Hmm. Because you know how you said the alien race has big eyes? Yeah. What if people that were sensitive had big eyes? Then how would I be sensitive? Oh, yeah, that's right. He's got very <laughs> almond shaped eyes. 
So there's Asian people out there that are. Uh, oh yeah, that's true. Okay, that was a psychic. dumb statement. I, I take that back. You just want to be special. No. <laughs> no, I'm just saying like that's like one of the first things that kind of like popped in my head. It's late at night. I've been on way too much Dr Pepper. Mm. Regular Dr Pepper. Chewing on ice. He doesn't like the fact that I chew on ice, and I'm actually hurt your teeth. Well, I read online that like it's like a sign of anemia, and like there's like certain times during the week like I crave red meat. So, wonder if it's anemia. I don't know. Anyway, so when we try to learn more about the paranormal, right, it leaves mm-hmm. more questions than does answers. Yeah. Um. We can play around with theories all day, try to figure it out. But when you start talking about aliens and other creatures, what if, I mean, essentially, what if the Anunnaki are just one alien race that have the ability to do that and all the others don't? Or maybe only a few, right? Because to think that we're the only beings in the entire galaxy, right, is extremely, extremely bright or the narcissistic. I mean, it's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. I just had a muscle spasm in my (laughs) underjaw or the under part of your chin. Have you ever done that where you like yawn a certain way and like a muscle? Yeah. Yeah. That's a very concerned look on my face right now. Like, what? That freaking thing hurt. Lord. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. It is extremely narcissistic to think about, to think that we're the only ones in existence. There has to be others, right? Hell, it could be other Earths, not other Earths, but other planets with other humans on them that are slightly different from us. Yeah. Well, if the Anunnaki decide, okay, I'm done with this planet, move on to the next, and they create humans again, but maybe this time with less flaws, right? Maybe these humans live longer. Maybe these humans live less. Who knows, right? Yeah. And they go to another planet, and to another planet, and to another planet, and there's 50 or 60,000 planets out there, all with humans basically humans, on each one. And we're all yet to, you know... And what if we're, like, the 40th run in line? What if there's... <laughs> what if there's, like, 40 other planets that have lesser evolved humans than us? That's true. Yeah. Interesting. That's it's, it's a rabbit hole of a thought, and if you keep going down, it's never going to end. Yeah, that's what happened to me when I started doing my research, and that's why I normally... Like, I like to research alien stuff, but then I don't at the same time because then i go down all of these rabbit holes and i'm like well yeah and the reason why people even believe that we were created by the anaki or another alien race let's say that because humans in its most basic form are alien to this planet yeah right every other creature on this entire planet every single one can live in coexistence with each other mm-hmm. they don't have any desire to conquer, take over, you know, spread, stuff like that. They are fine with where they are. And they have been for thousands and thousands of years. Humans, however, want to conquer, take over, expand, explore, uh, colonize, and stuff like that. As any creature on this entire planet, yeah, we're the most evolved. But what if we're not the most evolved? What if we were just created to be that way? To be that intelligent? Like, have a head start over everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And doing so, basically fucking up the planet. Because we can't coexist with any creatures. If something that we don't like is around us, what do we do? 
Get rid of it. Yeah. Make it move. Push it somewhere else. Yeah. Or put it on display in a zoo. This is not like a PETA commercial. I'm just saying. The bait, when you think about what humans do, essentially, it's that. We're almost alien to this planet when it comes to coexisting with everything else that's been here. Every animal, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, question. Mm -hmm. This is kind of like driving away from that, but, um, I remember I looked up things that they believe or done by aliens. Like, I know you've probably heard of, like, Stonehenge and... I yeah, said the that mysteries right. of the world. I, I said that right. Stonehenge. Um, Stonehenge. Easter Island. But, did you hear? I think it was Elon Musk that truly believed that the pyramids in Egypt weren't made by the Egyptians. They were made by aliens. An alien. Now, that goes... Now... Now, this is the thing, though, yeah. is I think, like, maybe they were made by the Egyptians, but they had the help of aliens? Who the heck knows? You don't think so? You think the Egyptians No, um, that's why not all of them, but most of the people that are in Ancient Aliens, the show, uh-huh. are full of shit. Yeah. Most of them, not all of them. Um it goes with that thought process that oh, I, I pulled Neil deGrasse Tyson because she's the most smartest person when it comes to the, uh, the idea of it. Mm-hmm. But he says well, that's basically it's you're basically playing down the the in- intuition and the inventionness of humans, yeah. right? That we couldn't figure out a way to do that. That it would that we had to have help. Yeah, but I kind of think Elon Musk kind of thinks of that to begin with. Yeah, he's a weird guy. Yeah, kind of thinks <laughs> like that, like. Only some humans are smart, and the rest of them are kind of like duds. They built it with slaves. Yeah. Thousands, in an entire race of people, the Jews. Yeah. Right? And just had them for ever how long it took with pulley systems and ropes and, and logs move heavy-ass blocks and do it until it was done. Forever how long it took. You know? Granted, we have faster ways of doing it now, right? We can build a house in a matter of a week, right? With wood, steel, and, and that, and have it done. You had the framework done in, in a couple of days if you wanted to. Yeah. Um, I know that from experience because I work construction, so I, I know how fast it is to build yeah. it if you have the amount of people to do it, right? So if you had a hundred people, not six guys, a hundred to build a house, how long would it take? A day? Yeah. Maybe. If you had all the proper tools and all the proper foundation, had a hundred people working all at the same time, you might get it done in a day. Yeah. Yeah. So if you had, I don't know, 10,000, if not more people that you can export and make them do what you want, you could probably build a pyramid in a matter of, I don't know, 20, 30 years. Yeah. And it's using stone and wood. The, the weird part is like, it, the stone that's made of has no, way existing in the desert. Yeah. But then again, we're judging the fact that it's a desert now. Maybe it wasn't when they were building it. I don't know. So, that was a long ass time ago. The Egyptians existed, what, 4,000? No, longer than that. Mm-hmm. About eight or 9,000 years ago? Yeah. That's a long ass time. No, I know it is. Right? A hundred years ago. Right? A hundred. What was it? 19, 1920? Mm-hmm. Right? That's when the last plague was, mind you. Um, you think about 1920. 
We had cars. We still had no television, right? No technology whatsoever. A lot of the stuff they had back then was real cruddy. Wash machines didn't exist. Uh, we barely had the phone. You think about everything in 1920. 1920, mind you. Now go back another 100 years. 1820, right? Wild West, stuff like that. We just got done with the Revolutionary War, right about the Civil War, right? In between those periods of time. You want to go back another 100 years? 1720s. That was a time of pirate ships and shit like that. Yeah. Right? During the Revolutionary War era, right before it started. Yeah. Actually, several years before it started, almost like 70 years. Yeah. Right before it started, stuff like that. Um, you go back any farther, 1620, right? That's before Columbus even sailed. Or after he sailed. 1640, yeah. Before Columbus even sailed. They even know North America existed. And that's, that's 400 years. Yeah. Ago. Now think 4,000 years ago. We have no goddamn clue what the world looked like back then. Yeah. But even though humans existed. Yeah. So. To, to think that it was desert and we couldn't do it, that's, you, you don't know what you're talking about, right? It's, that's thinking that everything is as it is now. It wasn't. We don't know what it was. I mean, you, Antarctica wasn't always frozen. Apparently it had, it was green at a time. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Which Antarctica is a place that we should not mess around with. Mm-hmm. Supposedly that there's frozen diseases down there what? and the permafrost. That if defrosted and gave it to us, could wipe us all out. What? Yeah. Or some, or some kind of like spider or some creature or something that could wipe us all out or something like that. Who the fuck knows? Oh my God. There's a, there's supposedly a frozen ocean underneath the Atlantic, uh, underneath Antarctica somewhere that's only there. Has no connection to the outside water. It's only in that spot. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Ugh. I wouldn't mess with that. And supposedly the Nazis had a hidden base there where they found alien crafts and somehow their scientists combined it. To- this is weird, weird shit. Yeah. <laughs> this is like YouTube at three in the morning. Yeah. Or no. like- That's why I tell people when it goes to alien stuff, mm-hmm. be picky, be choosy about what you even true or amount to believe into, right? Because there's a lot of stuff out there, but it's a lot of bullshit too. Yeah. That's why I go to George Knapp and I go to Jamie Bell when it comes to alien stuff because they're the foremost people with most believability and also the most facts when it comes behind something, right? That's why I don't only believe uh, John Lear. You know who John Lear is, right? His father created the Learjet. Um, To alien enthusiasts, they know him as the guy who spilled the beans on everything. So much that, is he telling the truth? Mm. Yeah. Some of his stuff he said are crazy. Like, we've already been to other planets. We have connections with alien races. We are on the council. We we make make we allow them to come here and abduct people, stuff like that. It's just like really weird out there things. But like I said, this is a, a subject that I know a lot on because I've done a lot of search on because yeah. I've been fascinated <laughs> by it. Yeah, yeah. As much as the paranormal, but the paranormal I know firsthand. Yeah. So I think the only alien experience I've ever had two, I think mm-hmm. uh, one. Both on the ranch, the notorious mm-hmm. ranch, yeah. right? My family ranch. Uh, I was driving home from work and I worked overnight during this time or overnight HEB. So I worked from 10 o'clock at night to about six in the morning. Uh, I got off work early one day because they were real sticklers about overtime. 
I think I left at four. Mm-hmm. I was driving home. It was still dark. And, uh, the road that I take to get home is very dark. There's no street lamps, pitch black out in the middle woods. I want to say woods, but countryside. Mm-hmm. Right. And one stretch of road, I was going down. It's just almost at the beginning of it too. Yeah. It looked like a blue or a ball of light was hovering about, I don't know, maybe 20 feet in the air, but right behind my car. Enough for me to see it in the rearview mirror. Mm. Which, to me, at first glance, I thought it was a moon. Yeah. Right? But I look like, no, it's following me at every twist and turn. Just a ball of light. It's falling right there. And I started speeding up. And it started speeding up. Right? Yeah. And I know this road. I used to drive fast on this road for fun. That's how well I know it. Yeah. Because a lot of twists and turns, a lot of up and downs. You got to know where you're going. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't trust someone to drive down it fast if you didn't know it. Yeah. But, yeah, this thing was keeping up. So eventually, um, I think I was getting maybe, uh, I would say less than half a mile away from the house and then it disappeared mm. in the trees. Cause there's a couple of trees I take through a round turn and then it, just, it was gone. Jeez. Yeah. That's the only time I ever saw something. I was like, what the hell? That wasn't like paranormal. Yeah. The other time, again on the ranch, um, I think I was outside with John. Uh-huh. There's a guy he roomed with us for a while. And this is why I worked overnight at HB still. Yeah. And he worked with us well, uh, with us as well. I'm uh, meeting Gabe, my brother. Um, I remember the circumstances. He got kicked out of his house, didn't have any place to stay. We had an extra room where we were living. So we talked to our gam- grandparents about him staying with us. He paid rent, obviously. So he took the other room, right? Uh, so some nights when we both had off, me and him or him and Gabe, whatever like that, uh, we just started to hang out or something. But he was a smoker. Well, of course, he was not a smoker in the room. So we smoked on the porch that was right outside his room on the other side of the bathroom. Tiny little balcony porch thing, right? Had two chairs out there. So he'd be out there every out at night sometimes just smoking a cigarette or something. Sometimes I would go out there just to hang out and talk to him about stuff. So one night we're sitting there talking. And he's smoking a cigarette or whatever, just, just hanging out there. And... um. Where you can see where you're seated, where you're seated, <laughs> where you're seated, looking out, right? You you see um, kind of the open field where I saw the white guy standing out there. Um, someone's house was way off in the distance, like about a mile, but I could still see their lights at their house. Excuse me. Um, and it's just kind of that field area. We saw lights. Mm-hmm. Moving together yeah. in the sky. Oh, wow. But nothing connected to anything. Right? And they were kind of making a circular motion, but not moving fast. Yeah. And there's like three or four, I can't remember the exact count. But they're moving like they're being twisted, right? Or like the balls are twisting themselves. Like they look like balls of light. They were kind of spinning, but also moving together in a circle. Yeah. And it kind of went. Very fast. In less than like three seconds, move from one spot over to another part of the sky, and we're gone. And me and him saw it at the same time. Because we saw it, we both... He, I remember I said something to him about something, and he pointed, like, you see that? And I looked. And we both look at the same time, and we both see that. It's twisting. It's always balls of light. There's nothing else. I, mean, I saw like a ship yeah, or anything. Yeah, well, there's a, there's a website, and I think I've talked to about it before. It is called... Um, 
ghostofamerica.com. And basically, it's where you could go and you find your city and it's people's stories from your city. So, like, you could find our city, surrounding cities, whatever. Well, they have a little bottom portion that takes you to another website that talks about UFO sightings. And I read the ones for North Carolina. And North Carolina has a lot of, like, balls of light, weird things. This is Texas, I don't know. I saw yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. And he saw it in Texas. I didn't look up Texas. But I did look up North Carolina, and that's what North Carolina's was. Samara so told Gabe about that? We, or me and John told Gabe about, mm-hmm. about that. And he was like, what? I'm at work, and I missed that? Because he, my brother is a really big alien enthusiast. Well, see, that's that's a good episode to do a bonus episode on. With our brother. Him, with yeah, but him. he goes down the rabbit hole a little too far and starts talking about some crazy shit that I'm like, Gabe, <laughs> do you hear yourself? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not, it's super easy to do. Like, I know, what was it? There was some, like, subject that I went, like, because I know a lot of people talk crap on TikTok. Like, it's, the girls that dance and guys like that like do that weird look in the camera you know like hey you know but tiktok actually has a lot of information and like a lot of kind of like creepy videos and stuff like that and yeah i can easily go down a rabbit hole on tiktok and then like (laughs) it doesn't help because like when you have a feed like the more videos and a subject you look at the more videos they send you so you're just like oh more videos what the fuck? What the fuck is that? What? Like, some reason it likes to, like, show me, like, abandoned places in North Carolina. I'm like, hmm. Yeah. What you got in your notes over there? So, so far, yeah, I take notes with me all the time over here. I pretty much, I think we pretty much covered everything that has been in my notes. Um, the only thing I can think of, there was a, an Italian physicist named Enrico Fenny, Fermi. Benetti. No, sorry. I said that wrong. I'm Italian. I said that wrong. I want to say it's Fermi. 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 Oh my God. Don't do that. That sounds <laughs> like, um, but it's called the Fermi paradox. And basically, um, he he just basically asked the question, like, where are the aliens? We know they kind of exist, but where are they? Why aren't there more? And um, over the years, they've just been kind of, like, adding theories. Um, yeah. But the, the, the one thing that he kind of said is he's thinking that our star and Earth are part of a young planetary system compared to the rest of the universe. That was, like, one thing that he focused on. Yeah, because um, one thing George Knapp was talking about mm-hmm. was that uh, technology like that, that Bob Lazar found, mm-hmm. or he got to work on, um, the spaceships and stuff like that. Is, and we only strengthen with time. Sorry, that was the other part to yeah. that. Um, that. That technology, right? Mm-hmm. That a ship that doesn't need a combustible engine basically turns on, powered by a certain element that we don't have on this planet. Yeah. That can move gravity out of its way. Right, mm-hmm. is like handing not not the current iPhone, maybe iPhone fifteen, mm-hmm. whatever the hell that's going to look like, and giving it to someone in the year three hundred AD. They go mm-hmm. here, figure this out. Good night. I don't even know how to use the iPhone eleven. Well, yeah, 
They have no idea how it works. Yeah. They get the gist of it, but they have no idea how to turn on what it's powered by anything because electricity doesn't exist to them. So yeah. it's it's that concept. So if we, a very intelligent race, to ourselves anyway, yeah. um, can can't figure out a spaceship, obviously they're like looking at us like These fucking idiots, yeah. and they move on because like there's no point of even talking in these these these. Neanderthals, right? These cavemen to them, right? Mm-hmm. We're so like unevolved and so lower class, like based the worst of the worst you can think of. Yeah. To them, there's no point. Yeah. Other than abducting us, studying us, throwing us back, like basically fishing. Oh, I got another one, right? Creepy. Let's see how this guy works. Ah, stupid throwback. Yeah. Just basically what they're doing. Yeah. That or and other day too, like why don't they just wipe us out? And of all our movies, we always see them coming here conquering us, right? Yeah. But then again, that's a mindset that we would have. Yeah. We are warmongering creatures. We do it to ourselves. They are not. They are past it. They are more evolved of it. They see no reason of it, right? So they're not going to be war conquering if they can travel light years in a matter of seconds. They have the technology to do that. They seem to see the reason of war. Yeah. A reason of conquering and destroying. So, yeah. that's why. Probably, most likely, yeah. they haven't conquered us. Or even tried to kill us all. Hmm. Yeah. Super interesting stuff to think about. Was only- My mind is kind of like, just... <laughs> well, it doesn't help. It's like, what, like, two, like, one in the morning? Yeah, one in the morning. Don't give away people time. <laughs> it's like one in the morning, so my brain's like, uh... Low battery. But the, the subject of aliens is, if you want to base it on the basic facts, mm-hmm. we know the ships exist. We know they visit us. We don't know why. We know that alien race apparently visited the most oldest civilization recorded in history. Mm-hmm. Did they help them anyway? Who knows? Did they create us to be a slave race? Eh, it kind of makes sense. Um, other from that, a lot of more questions than any answers, right? Yeah. And it's stuff that we're still discovering. Are we going to discover it in the next hundred years? Probably not. Who knows again? We don't know what's going to happen. They might come down and say, hey, you guys, we've always kind of been here, right? Yeah. It's 2020. It wouldn't be surprising if they did it this year. Yeah. <laughs> true. Um, but what's interesting is that when you focus on human advancements, mm-hmm. we are accelerating at a fast rate, right? Mm-hmm. It took almost a hundred years to go from the train to, uh, the car. Mm-hmm. Or less, a longer time, right? Sorry, before then. From no, from the buggy, from horse, you know, tr- you know, traveling on your horse with a wagon to the train. It almost took uh, almost a hundred years. Mm-hmm. But we went from the train to the car in less time. Yeah. And then from the car to the cell phone, e- even less time. Yeah. Right now we're on almost holographic technology. Yeah, we're we're creating AI. We're creating androids. Right, mm-hmm. we're gonna have electric powered vehicles as a common basic thing. It's gonna happen. Where that's the only next way where we go. Right, mm-hmm. cell phones that we have devices that can hold the world's information in the palm of our hands. That is super sci-fi out of this world thought thing to someone in the eighties. Yeah. And I was born in the 80s. Yeah. Right? Just think about that. How long that short period of time took to get from there to there. Mm-hmm. 
So, on this level of acceleration, how fast we're moving with technology, let's say just mm-hmm. say technology, um, you can only imagine what the next 10 years will look like. You know, it's, it's something I'm excited about to see what the future holds for everything. Like I saw designs for a TV that they roll up in a poster thing and it's slap on the wall. Oh my gosh. <laughs> a 40 inch TV just pop slaps on the wall, right? Hanging out like a poster and it works as well as any other TV. Or maybe at a point in time, we don't need a TV. Maybe you just see the images in your head. Right? Or experience some VR technology. Hell, we got the, the damn thing for, uh, Ready Player One. We already got that built. You can use it. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. And that was a matter of what? Four years? Yeah. That went, between that movie came out and now? Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, will I able to see space travel in my lifetime? Maybe when I'm 80. Yeah. You know? I'll be old as shit by the time we're able to do that. But then again, will my body be human? A hundred percent at that time. Oh yeah, because like fake organs and stuff like that. We might be full synthetic. Weird. Take my brain or my whole mind consciousness and put it into a synthetic version of myself. Weird. Yeah, there's that thought process too. So yeah, no one knows what the future holds. Yeah, true. We know it's going to come fast. Yep. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) What, do you want to end all that? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) Yeah, no, because I just don't want to like... Oh, it'll go on forever. Yeah, I know. You gave, uh, like, I don't even know what to think right now. I'm sorry. It was like a me episode. Yeah. yeah. No, it definitely (laughs) is. He really enjoys aliens. And, like, I do my stuff on the side, but, um, he really, like, likes learning about aliens. If I could spend, I probably could spend a whole hour talking about how my mind works. And then you would grasp on why this is so. I think the way I think. Yeah. Right. right. There are a couple of things, um, like about the podcast in general. So we are in September, mm. which means four new episodes. Obviously, this is going to be the first one that's going to be coming at you this month. Um, we're going to get stickers uh, soon. Excuse me. Oh my God. Really? Um, <laughs> like it was from the top and not the basement. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. So, um, for sure, without a doubt, we're going to get fully on YouTube within the next couple of weeks. It's just because our episodes are so long, it literally takes... I can't tell you how many times I've uploaded the video to YouTube, and then it says, "Can't sorry, can't upload too long. Bullcrap. Joe Rogan's like three hours. I know. So, I don't know. I mean, he must have someone, some high-ass powered machines powering yeah. his... I don't know. So... Definitely going to crack down on that and see. Um, so we're going to order stickers and you guys can get a free sticker if you Apple review us or because I know not everybody has the ability to Apple podcast, but um, send us your feedback, like which you, what episodes you like, what episodes you don't like, what you like, what you don't like, uh, what you want us to do in the future. Like you would like to hear an episode about this or that or see different things on social media, that kind of thing, throw it in our inbox and we'll send you guys some free stickers. Um, hopefully in September, we're going to start working on some actual like merch, like t-shirts and stuff like that. So hopefully by the end of September, we'll have that ready to go. Um, and the next couple of months are going to be like very hef- hef- he- hefty and 
informational and um, a lot of stuff coming your way. And we should, in the next like week or so, officially have our Halloween special uh, topic, whatever, what we're going to do picked out. Um, because that one's going to be cool and special and unique and interesting. Well, unique to us. Yeah. Also, um, I had, uh, the privilege of being a guest on another podcast. Mm-hmm. It's called Monster Legends. Yes. Monster Legend Podcast. Yes. Which, uh, I think the episode was supposed to be about Vermont's, uh, Monster Legends, but we kind of went off the rails. <laughs> uh, me and Tanner did. Yeah. He's a host on that show. Yeah, so. Um, but yeah, if you guys want to check out that podcast with me on it, mm-hmm. um, we talk about a few things and I tell a story or actually a couple of them that I haven't told on this podcast on that Ooh. one. So I would go to that, his Monster Legends podcast. All that the, he talks mostly about monsters and legends of certain states. Mm-hmm. Like I said, this one was supposed to be about Vermont, but Vermont seems to be real, um, not monster. scarce when it comes to, yeah. uh, cryptoids. Yeah. So we kind of have filled it with other stuff, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would check out that episode. It's the newest one that got released. Yes. Yeah. And, um, another thing we're, like I said earlier on the podcast that we're thinking about maybe doing for the month of October is doing bonus episodes. Um, and most of these episodes won't have me and Isaac on it together. We'll probably like Isaac will have his guest that he talks to and I'll have my guest that we talk to and it'll be like little like short bonus episodes hmm. and it'll be kind of like, you know, just a, and it'd be very, very like, loose like conversation like i know we're like we can talk about whatever yeah um it's not really like down to a topic or whatever um but we're definitely trying to aim either (laughs) for family members or definitely for which i just thought of a good person to have on here and that could be my grandmother and my mom i once because they're both sensitives too yeah so like to have like generational I think that would be super interesting. And, um, uh, yeah, so we're trying to get people that are in. Oh my gosh, this guy. That was definitely the bottom basement. <laughs> uh, okay. My butt was saying hello. Oh my God, that's so scary. <laughs> like, that's so. Oh my gosh, it's night. He gets like gassy once the sun goes down. Ah, gassy all day. <laughs> Oh my god. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, um, that threw me off. <laughs> um, but we're definitely trying to keep like within the paranormal community. So, um, I know I already have two people I think lined up for my, my episodes. I just thought something. What if like another podcast wants me to get me on and they're like, me farting is like a catchphrase and they're just waiting for it to happen? Oh my god. <laughs> this guy, I told him, like, don't go on the podcast and fart. I didn't fart on Mr. Monster Legends podcast. Yeah. No. <laughs> I was like, gotta be. I'm surprised, too. That's a long time. Oh, yeah. Long gotta be appropriate. But, um, so yeah, so definitely. So there's gonna be a lot of different stuff, like aiming your guys' way in September and October. Um, definitely in October, just because, you know, it's. Wait, what's Halloween? It's on a Friday? It's on a Saturday. It's on a Saturday. There's a rare blue moon. It's daylight savings time, and there's a full moon. So, the Halloween episode we recorded... 
So it would probably be before. We might, I don't know. Would I it be released on the Friday before Halloween or after? Yeah, we'll probably release it on. The Friday before Halloween. It'll be a bonus episode to our actual episode of the week. All right. Probably is how it's going to work. Just because I don't want to release it on Halloween because, you know, other people are probably doing stuff and may not want to listen to the podcast. But yeah. May, may, you know, give, give them that wiggle room. But it's definitely going to be really cool. So we're still at the top three, like, ideas that we have is the investigation of the house. Um, like, a huge podcast episode with, like, a bunch of different podcast people and, like, paranormal investigators, stuff like that. And actually, it was quite kind of interesting to pull on. There's, like, a few demonologists that follow us. That would be freaking creepy and, like, interesting to have on. Hmm. Anyways, sorry. Um, but, or go and investigate a local haunt to place. So, yeah. So all three kind of take a lot of planning. So that's where we're going to like pick the episode in September. So if it was up to you right now, because we're also going to let them vote too, um, on Instagram, if it was up to you, which one would you choose to do? Cause I'm lazy. Mm-hmm. Investigate the house. You don't have to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. All I need is this recorder. And everyone else to shut the hell up. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll be set. No, but they could always go do something while we record. I know. But we know for sure this house is haunted. Right? We know for sure. And we know it's haunted. Right? Yeah. Go to another location that we think is haunted would not catch anything. But we know for sure we can catch stuff here. Again, like I said, we probably have caught stuff right now that we yeah. know about. True. Yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> I'll post something where you guys can actually like vote. Um, and then the whole massive podcast thing. We have to do a giant Zoom meeting. Yeah, it would be a lot in one day. Well, we can even break it up. It doesn't have to be all in one day. It will be one day. Yeah, um, but it would be pretty interesting to get like, like I said, like some of the people that follow us, like demonologists and stuff like that. Yeah. Even people that, like, wrote paranormal books. Stuff like that. I wish Zach Bagans was more chill. <laughs> He'd be like, yeah, I'll have a podcast out. And, like, chat with us. That would be pretty freaking sweet. Or anybody from that show. Yeah. I think I would... I like Zach Bagans, but I like Aaron, too. Yeah. I think Aaron would be more chill. Yeah. I think he... I could see him doing something like that. But, like, Zach, he's cool and everything, but, like, not that cool. You know, where can they find us? Huh? Oh, Instagram for sure at Hidden in the Shadows podcast. Um, we, twiddle, Twitter, Twiddle, Twiddle, you know that Twiddle, yeah, that Twitter, Twiddle thing. Okay. Twitter handle, <laughs> Hidden at the Shaw six six. <laughs> I gotta change it. Uh, that's it what they gave me. Annoys you. Hidden in the Shaw six. Okay. Like, doesn't it make sense? Why is it six? <laughs> Some guy's like, oh, we hid in the shadows. Let's give him a spooky number. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, yeah. We have a Facebook too, but. No. Do, do we? we? Yeah. No, we, don't. Like, we do have a Facebook, but it's just, we kind of stick no, to. No one uses Facebook anymore. <sighs> I don't know that. Anyways, so, yeah, so we're actually going to pull for the next episode. Or did we already pull? Yeah, we already pulled. Oh. <laughs> Can you tell it's late at night? Anyways. Yeah. 
Um, so our next episode is going to be haunted objects. Haunted objects. Mm. So this could be like dolls, like specific, like I don't know, little things. Like I've heard before, like people have actually gone into antique stores. Actually, there's a story. Um, there's a thing we were in. I could I could tell you where it's that 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 because I think my grandma came and visit that little like antique shop in Blanco. You know, in, like, the town square? Yeah. We were in there, and we actually saw stuff fall. Do you remember? Yeah. And move. Like, yeah. it was legit. Yeah. yeah. Trying to say the story for the episode. Sorry. I'll probably <laughs> talk more in depth about it, but, but yeah. So, any kind of haunted... Oh, and I got a haunted doll story that is chilling. And it is 100% real. That you already told the ghost stories, too. Did I? Yeah. Did I? I don't think I did. Go back and listen. You might did have, I? I about, <laughs> about, like, a f- I'm not going to say her name because whatever, but I'll just give her the name Sarah, okay? Yeah. Sa- about Sarah's it, like, doll? you guys tried to get rid of it and it didn't come back? No. Did I tell it? Yeah. I don't know. Well, I'll tell it again. Yeah, whatever. People that <laughs> you know, heard it. Um, But, yeah, so I had a pretty, like freaking spooky doll thing i mean nothing ever came of that thing but like at, at the time it was really and i talk about the do's and don'ts of taking stuff from haunted location okay. mostly don'ts yeah. yeah anyways guys it's this was a good episode yeah very lengthy but yeah. you know is a subject we're interested in so so we'll catch your weirdos in the next one yes <laughs>